0: You're listening to All The Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got my backlist. This is episode 95, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So hello! How is everyone doing? I always ask that as though I could hear what you're saying. That would be strange. Cool? Maybe? Loud? I don't know. But... Yeah, so I'm I mean, I am interested in the answer. I just, I can't hear you. I'm sorry. Um, but I am going to tell you about books now because that's what I'm here for. And I hope everyone's doing well. And first I'm going to tell you about today's sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by Shadow Mountain Publishing and Waiting for Fitz by Spencer Hyde. Addie counts everything, all the time. She can't stop. Fitz is haunted by the voices in his head and often doesn't know what is real. When Addie meets Fitz, they immediately connect and wish they could both make more sense of their lives. Fitz feels if he can convince Addie to help him escape the psych ward, everything will be okay. If not, he risks falling into a downward spiral that may keep him in the hospital indefinitely. Waiting for Fitz is a story about life and love, forgiveness and courage, and learning what is truly worth waiting for. Author Spencer Hyde spent three years at John Hopkins for severe OCD. This experience and his daily struggle with OCD inspired him to write this novel. All teens want to be seen, heard, and understood. They should know that they are not alone in the issues they deal with, both mental and physical. So again, that is Waiting for fits by Spencer Hyde from Shadow Mountain Publishing, and we thank them for sponsoring. So today's, uh, today's topic is easy. Uh, it's the letter H. I'm uh, in a bit of a rush. I'm getting ready to leave on a trip, and I asked the cats, you know, what should I pick, and they said, mm, go with the letter. So I chose the letter H. And so I'm going to tell you about a few great backlist titles uh, that start with H. Beginning with, I thought of this while I was thinking of the letter H, and I hadn't thought of this book in forever. Um, Did anyone else read Hugh Pine? Uh, I I read them when I was a kid. They're by Jan Willem van de Vettering, uh, and it's about a porcupine. His name is Hugh Pine, and he lives in the forest, but he's afraid of humans and worried about getting squished by a car. So he decides to dress like a human and start walking upright uh, and he wears like a blue hat and his big red uh or a blue coat and a big red hat. And I realized like as I was looking at this book now that he kind of looks like a Paddington knockoff. And I remember when I read them when I was young thinking he was sort of like a cross between Paddington and Eeyore. Um I don't know if anyone else read these, but it just came to my mind. Um and I remember that the author wrote a lot of, like, really creepy crime novels also, um, which was interesting. So you got, you know, cute porcupine, creepy crime novel. Um, but anyway, somebody has to have read them besides me. That's Hugh Pine by Jan Willem van de Vettering. Uh, and my next pick is The House of Broken Angels, which came out just a couple of years ago. It's by Luis Alberto Arrea, and it's fantastic. He's so great. I know I've talked about some of his other books on the show before, I just love him. This one is about a guy named Big Angel. He is the head of the De Cruz family. Uh, and he, they're in California. And he's not doing very well. He's quite ill. And he thinks it's going to be uh, his last birthday. So he decides to have a big celebration. Invite all of his family. Sort of make amends with people that he has wronged. Or he has lost touch with. But right before his party, his mother dies. Uh, And she was almost 100, so it sort of turns into a funeral-slash-birthday party uh, in celebration of her life and just a bunch of feelings and anger and emotions that need to come out will come out. Um, It's so good. So again, it's The House of Broken Angels by Luis Alberto Urrea. And my next pick, I think I've mentioned this on the show before, is The Hunter by Julia Lee. And she is so awesome. She's an Australian writer. I absolutely love her. Uh, her mentor is Toni Morrison. Uh, when you read her books in the bio, it, it talks about how um, she was taught by her, which is, like, not shabby at all. Uh, and this one, I think I think this one came before I Disquiet, which is her other novel that I love. Um, it's about a guy named M. Just like the letter M. That's all we know. He is a hunter. surprise. Surprise. And he's hired by a biotech corporation. Uh, now, this is in Australia, again, if I didn't already say that. Um, it's, he's hired by this corporation to hunt the last Tasmanian tiger. It's like present day, or at least present day when this novel was written, which is like 15 years ago. Um, and supposedly the Tasmanian tiger went extinct at the beginning of the 20th century. But for some reason, there are rumors that there is still one out there in the world And so it's sort of like his experience alone out in nature um, with his thoughts. And he's looking for this animal that may or may not exist. And the question is, like, if it does exist, will he actually be able to do it? Will he actually be able to kill the last Tasmanian tiger? It's so good. It's called The Hunter. It's by Julia Lee. My next pick, I know that I have talked about this one before, but it's been a while. And it's worth repeating. It's High Wind in Jamaica by Richard Hughes. I love this book. Whenever people talk about pirate books, this is my favorite pirate book. Um, Speaking of pirate books, uh, if you catch this week's episode of SFF, yeah, uh, I filled in for Jen Norlington. And so Sharifa and I talked about pirates in sci-fi and fantasy. It was lots of fun. But this is straight old pirates on the water. No fantasy. Just a great old English novel. It's about four English siblings who... Uh, get themselves accidentally kidnapped by pirates and they end up on this pirate ship but it turns out that the children are actually the terrors of the high sea and the pirates are the ones who regret that they are there Um, it's sort of about how children are monsters and can be quite unsentimental Um, it's so good I've heard it was made into a movie but I still haven't seen it but that might be worth like searching, looking around for I'll have to write that down and remember that later uh, but right now I'm recording, so we're not going to watch a movie. So that is High Wind in Jamaica by Richard Hughes. My next pick is Hotel World by Allie Smith. This was the first Allie Smith book that I read. This might be her first one that she wrote, too, or at least published. I don't know. But it's about the global hotel and the lives of five women sort of intersect at the hotel, including the teenage hotel chambermaid who has fallen into her death in the dumbwaiter. Uh, And her sister goes to the hotel sort of looking for answers. Not so much in like, this is not like a whodunit, like it's not a mystery really, but just sort of like she can feel her sister still at the hotel. And it's just this wildly imaginative novel about life and death. I really loved it. And I also remember that when I bought it, the, I don't know if any of you sniff your books, that might sound weird, but I just remember the copy that I got smelled kind of spicy which was unusual, um, and, and I've always loved that. I still have it upstairs, but it probably still doesn't spell. Now I'm going to have to like go look for that movie and go sniff some books when I'm done here. Um, this one is Hotel World by Allie Smith. My next pick is The Haunting of L by Howard Norman. Love him. I know I've mentioned him before. I don't know if I've mentioned this book, though. This is sort of like a psychosexual drama about this man who becomes involved with a dangerous couple um, who take photos of really horrible accidents. That's, like, their hobby. Uh, and then their love triangle kind of goes sour, like they do. And it's very dark. Uh, it's it's super dark for him. Like, his stuff is not usually this dark, but I love everything that he writes. Uh, so this is The Haunting of L, just like the letter L. Haunting of L by Howard Norman. And... My next pick is speaking of Tony Morrison is Home by Toni Morrison, which was the first Tony Morrison novel I actually read. so which was like in 2012, like shame on me. Um, I have read a lot since then, but for some reason I like we obvi- I grew up in Maine, they didn't teach her in school. so um, this was my first Tony Morrison and it's very small. it's very slim. Um, it's about a man named Frank. he's a Korean War veteran. He comes back from the war. To find, you know, his country is still a hateful, awful place. And he's really angry and full of rage. And he rescues his younger sister uh, and brings her back to their hometown, which he hates in Georgia. And sort of, he finds this courage that he thought that he had lost uh, during the war. Um, It's really wonderful. And that one is Home by Toni Morrison. And for dealer's choice today... Uh, speaking of the SFF, yeah, episode. When I was researching that, uh, one of the books I talked about was *War Child* by Karen Lawachi, um which I had never heard of before, but was quite great. Pirates in space. Uh, and when I was looking for books about pirates in space, I came across this Reddit thread, which, like, you know, I should just stop right there, right? Because Reddit thread. Um, but it's not related to pirates. But I don't remember the way I found this, but they were a, there were a bunch of people talking about this book called The Stone and the Flute which came out in 1986 by Hans Beeman and the, the people were just standing for this book so hard uh and so I found a used copy which I'm going to read it's cuz everyone seems to love it but I'm not going to lie it sounds a little cheesy uh, I hope somebody out there has read it and can tell me that it's amazing and worth reading because it's about a young man named Listener who is in ser- going off in search of his grandfather who is named Gentle Fluter. See? I can't even say it without giggling. Uh, and he hopes to find him because from him he is going to inherit a magical instrument. Um, so, if people seem to love this book. You know, I'll try anything. You know, so if you've read it, let me know because... It's enormous. Um, I did not realize when I got it that it was going to be this big. Uh, but I'm willing, I'm willing to try it. I'm, like, turning my head away from the microphone and like looking at it, like, talking to it. Uh, you could probably tell my voice moved away um, as if, like, people could see me. Uh, anyway, so that is called The Stone and the Flute by Hans Beeman. And I hope it's awesome. Also, the other day on Twitter um, what's her name? Melissa Albert. That's her name. Uh, she wrote the Hazelwood and the sequel that's coming out soon. Uh, she asked like what book cover scared you when you were a child. And so I was trying forever to remember the name of this book cover that my aunt, my aunt was very close to, to my age and she had this book on her nightstand that just terrified me. Like every time I stayed at my grandparents' house, I had to share a room with her. And this book scared me. And I could, it took me forever to remember, but I finally remembered it. It was called Necroscope by Brian Lumley. It has this, like, skull on the front, but the skull has fangs, and it has, like, this creepy tongue that's coming out of it. Um, I think I should get it and read it, because I still haven't read it. Uh, but he's, he's, like, 81. He's still alive. He's still around. He's, like, a British horror writer. Um, and so if anyone has read Necroscope, please let me know. Um, or maybe I should just buy it just for, like, sentimental reasons, you know, because it used to terrify me as a child. Because um, that makes sense. So, that's it for me this week, book lovers. Uh, thank you to our sponsor, Shadow Mountain Publishing and Waiting for a Fitz by Spencer Hyde. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash allthebooks. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. And if you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or tell me about the stone and the flute, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Let's see under Liberty, and on Instagram at Franz and Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with Kelly Jensen to tell you about the week's great new releases, so have a great weekend, kittens and happy reading.